What's good, everybody? What is good? What is up? How y'all doing, man? It's your boy, Flock, and we are back for episode number five of Unfiltered Facts. Yeah, you heard it. We at episode five. We doing this, y'all. We keeping it popping, man. Let's keep it going, y'all. I know I I, I always got to do this, but I wish I didn't, but I got to hit y'all with this disclaimer. Uh, Yeah, we do this every time because you'd be surprised how sensitive some people get. It's called Unfiltered Facts for a reason. I am not going to hold anything back. If you are sensitive, if you get easily triggered, if you are a sensitive bitch, this podcast is not for you. Yeah, I said it. So with that being said, let's get on to it. Uh, Y'all already know the different platforms we on. Shout out to Anchor who hosts and pretty much hosted all and distributed out to everybody, whether it be Spotify, Google, Google Podcasts. You know, Apple Music, iTunes, whatever you use, and Stitcher, all those platforms, man, there's just too many to name. I'm like, ten, we on like 10 platforms right now. So, yeah, shout out to all of them. Now, today's date is, uh, what's it, March the, I had to look back at my calendar, March the 5th, Tuesday, at the time of me recording this. Now, y'all know how we do it, man. I'm going to talk about some topics, whether it be whatever, whatever, sports, music, real life shit. We got a lot of questions this time around, so this is pretty much going to be a a question heavy episode so i'm just going to be answering questions that most of you all brought to me like the best way that i possibly can and be as informative and intuitive as i possibly can in the process um different ways uh you all can support this podcast as well as other gi uh podcasts and i'll touch on those as well uh you can go on the anchor app and uh actually you know if you want to contribute a dollar five dollars ten dollars if you want to do it by way, if you holler at me, if you come to the live streams on Twitch when I do that, and I, I might do start doing some real talk sessions on Twitch. We'll see how that go on the Just Chat and shit. We'll see how that go. If y'all are a fan of that, y'all let me know that. Let me know about that, rather. Like I said, there's different ways y'all can support this, man, to keep it going. And, you know, all of that will go into making, you know, the podcast even better than it already is that I think. I think it's pretty good, but it's all it can always be better, so. Yeah, we're going to keep it going. Uh, make sure y'all support the other GI members podcast, whether it be the actual Game of the Illuminati podcast, uh, TBH's Hokage Thoughts, uh, the Triple Threat with A, Siggy, and JG, Enlightened Sounds with JG and myself, where we talk about music. Uh, we also got Siggy coming with his Money Talks podcast, where he's going to be hitting y'all up with some stock and investment tips and stuff like that. Trust me, y'all don't want to miss that if you, you know, if you, if you want to know about that. And there's been some rumors that there may be an anime podcast coming. I can't tell you who's going to be in it or even if it's actually official, but it has been talked about and it has been brought up. So, yeah, man, we're going to, you know, we're going to see how that work out. So y'all know about me. Y'all know how I do with this podcast, man. I'm going to sip my water because I am not trying to have the desert throat while I'm doing all this talking. So I'm going to pause and take a sip of water every now and again (coughs) because... This weather, yo, it's, it's crazy. And I've been getting affected by this this, this bad weather we're getting. We, we, it's cold as hell right now. At the time of me recording this, it's like 11 degrees outside in Chicago, bro. 11 degrees. So real quick before I get into these topics, um, some stuff about me. Uh, I broke my phone. I broke my damn phone last Wednesday, right? Get ready to leave work. I'm like 15 minutes away from leaving work. And my phone goes flying out my pocket. And when it hit the ground, I knew it was done. Like, because I didn't have a case and shit, you know what I'm saying, for it. Because the case had broke on it. So, I was just like, ah, uh, 
it was messed up. And then when I picked it up off the ground, that shit looked like, bruh. If I would have stared at it for longer than three seconds, man, I would end up having an epileptic seizure, bruh. That's how bad it was. So I ended up having to go to Sprint <laughs> the next day. I ended up having to go to Sprint the next day, the next morning when I got up, because I was off on Thursday. I ended up getting up, going to Sprint. Well, actually, I called them that evening when I got home from one of my older phones, because I couldn't use that phone at all. So I found one of my older phones and called Sprint from that phone. They just explained a bunch of shit. Y'all, y'all had this issue before. Long story short, I ended up getting an iPhone, y'all. I know, right? I've been Galaxy, like, I've been Galaxy and Android, Team Android, since the beginning. I did have an iPhone once for work, for my old job, and they gave us one. It was like, like, like 5C or some shit, but I hated it, so... Uh, I, I never like had it with me except for when I was at work and they used to get mad at me. We try to contact you and you ain't answer that phone. I'm like, it's cause I leave it on my fucking dresser when I leave the house and I'm not at work. But uh, yeah, I, I, I got an iPhone because and the only reason why I got it, it was because I didn't have to pay a down payment and my insurance could just transfer over and I didn't have to pay nothing, you know, extra for my insurance and stuff. So yeah, it's it's a task, man, because. Some of the simplest shit that you could do on Android with, with these iPhones, you got to do all this and all this converting and, and all this shit with, with the fast charging and all this like, come on, fam. Like, this battery life is shit on these phones, I see. They just as bad as with Android. Uh, whatever, though. Also, my work schedule changed back. I, I was working, you know what I'm saying, on the day end of it, getting off in the, in the, uh, in the evening. Now I'm going in back in in the evening, getting off early in the morning. I had to do it, y'all. I didn't like to, to make, have to do it, but I had to do it. I, I just, trust me, man. I, I couldn't deal with the people I had to deal with on that. And then I had some personal shit that I needed to be dealing with and to be able to to be uh, around during them hours. So, yeah, it, it was rough. So, But, yeah, man, let's get into some of this sports talk. For those of you who are not baseball fans or don't understand the way baseball works, when y'all have heard myself and Siggy talk about like, if you're going to get your kid in a sport and you want them to go pro, you know, get them in baseball, I'm telling you, baseball get players get money. And this is what I'm talking about right here. Bryce Harper, I believe he's like 26 years old. He just recently played with the Washington uh, was it Nationals. He just signed a 13-year, $300 million, $300 million, $330 million contract with the Philadelphia Phillies. Yes, I'm going to say that again, 13 years. $330 million contract with the Phillies. Yeah. Now, you do the math on that. I'm not even about to type this shit up in the calculator and all that so you can see how much that averages out to a year. But it's a lot. So, what you what you need to realize is that a lot of people say, how can that happen in baseball? How can that happen? Baseball is like one of, if not the only team sport, at least in, in American team sport, that does not have a salary cap. They don't have a salary cap. So they can pay whatever player they want, whatever that player wants, if they want to give them that, that amount. I know a lot of teams, like the higher end, uh, like you have teams like like maybe like the Yankees and the Red Sox and the, and the, uh, the Dodgers and <clears throat> the San Francisco, you know what I'm saying, Giants, teams like that, Chicago Cubs. Those organizations probably have the highest budgets where they'll pay the most. But then you'll have like the lower end teams like the Kansas City Royals and the Florida Marlins or the Miami Marlins now. The um, you know, teams like that 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 won't, you know, have that that big budget because they don't generate as much revenue as other teams. Like 
that's why it's always fun to see those lower market teams win the World Series, like the Kansas City Royals did back in like I think it was 2015, I believe. Uh, so when that happens, you laugh at the teams that, except for the Red Sox. I'm a Red Sox fan. The Red Sox just won the World Series, so but they have those higher budgets, so those teams are less likely to sign those type of, of free agents. But you have these lower market teams, like right now, the San Diego Padres who just recently signed Manny Machado for a 10-year, $300 million contract. They hardly ever get the, you know, those type of players because they don't have the budget to sign them. But that's typically how baseball goes. They just Each team has their own budget of how much they're willing to spend for that season. And some teams, you know, you may see at like $70, $80 million for the season. Other teams may be at $170 million, $180 million dollars for that season so it's just you know it depends on the team so yeah that's that's a lot of money man playing baseball where you stand there you stand still half the game pretty much you either standing out waiting for the ball to come to you or you sitting in the dugout waiting for your at bat yeah that's some good money if you can get it boy <laughs> i'm telling you i man, i should have been a baseball player i swear and i used to play baseball too all right also with sports um real quick it wasn't a lot really to talk about. I mean, the NBA is just soft right th- right now at this point. I've seen some crazy shit. Dude got ejected for hitting a three in somebody's face, and he just stared for a second. League is so fucking soft, bro. It's just so soft right now. Um, nothing really NFL. No, no. I, I, I actually, this was a barbershop talk we had, me and my barber, one day. Um, we were talking about this last time I was in there. And uh, we were talking about, like, all the players that um, – you know how how they how good could they have been had they not gotten injured and i decided to do like an all injury team or like an all what if team and i'm doing it by position because you know you could have four guards or five guards or three five centers if you want but i'm just gonna do it by position and this is my personal opinion so if you don't agree with it or whatever feel free to tell me i suck on twitter or, you know on twitch and tell me i don't know what the fuck i'm talking about you know how some of y'all do but most of y'all man y'all y'all been showing me nothing but love on here so i don't want to say that but uh <laughs> but I'll start off with the guards. Uh, first guard, I got to go with Penny Hardaway, of course. This dude is like one of my favorite players of all time. Most of you know that. Some of you don't. When I was a kid, this dude was my favorite player in the league. He was even my favorite player over Michael Jordan at one point. I mean, he was. That's how much I love Penny Hardaway. This dude was supposed to be the next Magic Johnson. And for, for a few years, he did show that. He was quicker. He, of course, he was quicker. Nobody's going to be the passer that Magic was, but he was the closest thing to it because, you know, he was 6'7". and could pass the ball. He could shoot. He could defend. He could run. You know what I'm saying? He got his teammates involved. All of that shit, man. So, you know, Penny was my man, yo. That's all I can say. Like, imagine, like, if y'all play 2K, imagine making a 6'7 point guard who's probably, you could do it either way, like playmaking primary, shot creating secondary, or Shot creating primary, playmaking secondary, a six seven who's quick and can you know can move and shit like that. Like that's that's him. You know what I mean? So that was my dude, Penny Hardaway. The next guard, I'm gonna go with Derrick Rose. I know y'all, be, oh that's home cooking. I mean, reason be, he's still playing right now, but let's just be real, yo. He 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 was a dog. Like he was a dog, you know. Like he he was the youngest MVP. He he basically carried that Bulls team on his back with Tom Thibodeau, you know what I'm saying? He didn't really have, like, a lot of good players around him. He had a washed-up Carlos Boozer who didn't play a lick of defense, you know what I mean, that power forward, and, you know, probably didn't rebound like he should have either. He just he was just, he was just played like he was uninterested. And Luol Dang, who's, 
who was good, but just wasn't, you know, he, he was never nothing more than what he was. And you see that now, he just he just beat down. And Joe Keem Noah couldn't score to save his life. He was just defensive, but he was a glue guy. So I love Joe Keem Noah, so I'm not saying I'm bad about him. But he just didn't have the, the talent that LeBron at that time had around him in uh, Miami. So that's, that's, what I'm, that's all I'm really saying. Derrick Rose, before he had that ACL injury, yo, it's, it's no question. People were people. It was a lot of people that used to have them arguments. Who's better, him or Westbrook? And everybody was saying Rose was, bro. Like before Rose got hurt, Rose was a better player than Westbrook. He was. Westbrook is a better player now, of course. But I think Westbrook evolved to be a better player overall. Overall, but Derrick Rose, man, Derrick Rose was a fucking dog. Um, at one forward, I got Tracy McGrady. Tracy McGrady, man. Like, a lot of people, like, some people will say Tracy McGrady was one of the best players ever and all this other stuff. Some people, like myself, will say, yeah, but I think the one knock on Tracy McGrady is he never elevated his teammates' game. And I don't think other than when he sat on the bench in San Antonio, he ever got out the first round of the playoffs when he led a team. So, I mean, people want to talk about, oh, this person, Jordan got swept and LeBron did this and Jordan got swept before Scottie Pippen came. I mean, Tracy McGrady never, you know, he never got out the first round before anybody came. <laughs> Even with Yao Ming. So, I'm just saying, man. But he got hurt a lot, too. You know, he had knee issues and stuff like that. I think, you know, I remember Kobe Bryant saying he was, the, you know, the t- his toughest matchup to date. And he was just like, you know, Jordan was on his way out when I, when I played against him. Plus, I was young, and I wasn't the player I was now. So, but, yeah. Uh, T-Mac, man. Imagine having a, like, like if you have a, a six-foot-eight, shooting guard or a small four like six eight two two hundred pounds maybe 205 210 something like that who you know who can shoot the midi and drive to the lane and dunk on you you know what I'm saying and had a bevy of moves yo that's tracy man like you know shot creator slasher type build so yeah <clears throat> next up is also one of my favorite players man grant hill at the other forward grant hill man y'all look him up bro that's all i'm gonna say look up grant hill and when you talk about Grant Hill that was playing with the Phoenix Suns, you know what I'm saying, and then ended with the Clippers and shit like that. Not a 41-year-old Grant Hill. No, we're not talking about that dude. This the dude that had his best years taken away from him because he had an ankle injury that he didn't even know was that serious. And he played through it because he didn't he was too worried about what everybody thought about him, which we'll touch on that later. Um he, he played through it and hurt himself even worse and ended up having to have several ankle surgeries, which was which was really bad. He was just never the player that the same player after he got hurt. You know, he was with Detroit. I know he, he was the guy that was supposed to take the mantle from Michael Jordan when Jordan had retired in ninety well after the ninety three season. <clears throat> he was that guy and um he was definitely that guy. Grant Hill was awesome, yo. Like that dude can handle the ball. I don't think he really didn't do well with shoot like three pointers. But he didn't have to because he could drive to the rim. And he had handles, yo. Like, I seen him give Mike the business. I seen him give Scotty the business. Like, and these are two of the best defenders in the league. So, they had their hands full with Grand Hill, bro. Like, everybody else did, too. I seen him dunk on Alonzo Mourning and, and, and Matumbo and, every, and everybody else. So, Grand Hill, man, he, he was he was an incredible player. You know, he supposed to went over there with Tracy McGrady in Orlando. And Tim Duncan was supposed to come over there, too. But but Doc Rivers fucked that all up, you know what I'm saying? When they add one of Tim Duncan's people said, "Hey, can you know can family come on a team plane or something like that too and travel with them too?" And Doc Rivers said no. They went back and got back with Tim Duncan. 
And Tim Duncan stayed his ass in San Antonio. Because <laughs> Tim Duncan was going to go to, to Orlando as well and play with Grant Hill and Tracy McGrady. They would have definitely been in the finals. Oh, my God. <laughs> Do y'all hear that? If y'all hear that, I'm not even editing this shit out, bro. I swear. If y'all can hear it, I'm not going to edit it out. If y'all can't hear it, if y'all can't hear it, then y'all will never hear me saying this. But this fucking what you call it alarm thing that shit sound like Silent Hill, bro. And I know it's at the across where this park, where that park district is. They do this shit every, like every week. They do this at like 10 a.m. And that's what time it is here. And I didn't even realize that shit. Because I'm usually either at work or I'm asleep if I work nights. I'm typically, you know what I'm saying, sleep around this time. But whatever. If y'all if y'all can hear it, yeah, shit is real out here, man. This is what I got to go through to get this shit done for y'all, man. This shit is crazy. It sounds like Silent Hill, bro. That, that what you call it. And that shit always scares the hell out of me, too. But anyways, um, so at the center, I'm going to go with Ralph Sampson. Now, this is a player I wasn't really, like, old enough to ever watch, like, in real time. But I, I actually, like, heard about him and, and, and did my research and shit like that. And then shout out to uh, NBA Got Game, that uh, the channel that shows, showcases a lot of, like, older NBA stuff. Um, they, If you want to watch some stuff on some older NBA stuff, check him out. He's an older cat. You can tell he's, like, more old school. And he, like, definitely appreciates the older stuff. Um, I seen some stuff on Ralph Sampson. Like, this dude was a freak because he was seven foot four. Let me say this again. Seven foot four. Seven foot four, tall, lanky, skinny. The dude could post up, run the floor like a small forward, jump. He was in the dunk contest in that very first NBA dunk con- NBA slam dunk contest in 1984 that Larry Nance won. He was in that dunk contest at that height. He could dunk. He could shoot the midi. He could post up. He could he defend, block shots, all that shit. This is how good Ralph Sampson was. He, I think he came out the year before Jordan and Olajuwon them did. I, I did hear some about. I don't know if they that Portland offered offered Houston because he played for the Houston Rockets. Portland offered Houston. Um, I believe it was Clyde Drexler and that number two pick that they had in the draft for him. Now imagine that number two, what that number two pick could have been, because Portland ended up and they they take so many L's. I, I swear when it comes to drafting, Portland they ended up drafting Sam Bowie ahead of uh, right after Houston drafted Olajuwon. And right before Chicago drafted Jordan, they drafted Sam Bowie. Sam Bowie only played a handful of years in the league because he was always hurt. Yeah, that was crazy. He could have easily been on this list too, but he just never really showed much in the NBA because he was always hurt. But Ralph Sampson, man, was was a man. He was a killer, yo. He was he was really nice. And they had that Twin Towers lineup with him and uh, Akeem Olajuwon. So yeah, that's that could imagine a team boy with. You know, with 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 Jordan and Drexler on the same damn team, that could have been nice. It could have been in Houston. So, but yeah, uh, let's see. I'm gonna do some honorable mentions too, cause I I, I feel like these people need to be uh, addressed as well. I'm gonna go with Brandon Roy. We all love Brandon Roy. Greg Oden because he could have been a really good player. Bill Walden, Luke Walden, daddy. He was always hurt. Larry Johnson, like look, Larry Johnson. Like picture, um, let's see. I don't want to use Zion as an as as an example because Zion is just a different type of freak of nature. But they both fall in the same category. Look, I'm gonna just say Larry Johnson was a power forward who was six foot five, two hundred fifty pounds. Six five, two fifty. Now LeBron James is what six eight, two fifty, playing small forward. Larry Johnson was like a 
Charles Barkley just, you know, a more physically fit Charles Barkley. I don't think he had the skill set that uh, Charles Barkley had as far as, like, posting up and, and stuff like that. But And neither one of them were great defenders. But Larry Johnson was 6'5", 250 in a league where most power fours was 6'9", 6'10", and shit like that. So... You had to be physically fit, and that that he was. He was he was a, he was a physical uh a physical dude, and he could jump. You know what I'm saying? He would dunk on your ass, and he had to go up against like Carl Malone and you know what I'm saying guys like that all the damn time. You know the, the big ass uh power forward. So yeah, Larry Johnson was a dog, bro. He was one of my favorite players as a kid. Uh, Bernard King, I put him in there player like modern day player you could kind of compare him to would maybe be like a Carmelo Anthony just Carlo, Carmelo was probably a little bit quicker than Bernard King I do remember him he had like a bad ACL tear that kind of shortened his career but yeah there we go man that's that's the sports shit I'm gonna hop over to the music real quick man real quick with the music and then we're gonna get into uh then we're gonna get into these questions uh oh yeah I got a quick little thing I need to talk about with gaming too uh female rappers man I don't think the female rappers um, are what they used to be, but are they making a comeback? Now, most people forget how much, like, the females played, what type of part they played back in the day, like the late 80s to, like, late 90s. And, of course, after the late 90s, you had Kim still around. Then you had, like, you know, Remy Ma, Trina, acts like that, and a few others. But it seemed like the movement kind of died down a few years, you know, like a few years ago. Um... When you think back, like, my first, like, the first female that I ever heard rap probably was be Salt and Pepper. Like, man, this is, like, late 80s Salt and Pepper. So, you take, like, a Salt and Pepper, um, you know, Sweet Tea, who ended up changing her name to Sugar, and then changing her name back to Sweet Tea, who I thought was ahead of her time. She was nice. Uh, and she was cute. <laughs> and uh, we can't forget about Roxanne Shantae, who made battle rapping on records, yo, popular to this day. So you got to get them props where they do. I mean, she went at everybody. And she, she, at the time when she first came out, she was like 14, maybe. Like 14 to 15. So and she was going to everybody. Dudes, females. I remember that song uh, with Roxanne's Revenge. She went at a group called UTFO. It was another song. I want to say, was it Have a Nice Day? Um, where she went at like KRS-One, LL. She was going at dudes. Then she had a song called, uh, uh, was it Big Mama? Where she went at. All the females, bro. Like, when I say, I mean all of them. Like, she went at motherfucking uh, Latifah. She called MC Light the the D word. You know what I'm saying? That was a derogatory term for lesbian. Um, she went at, what did I say? Uh, Latifah, MC Light. She went at Yo-Yo, Moni in the middle. Some She had a line like, you illiterate, standing in the middle bit. But I'm about sick of that Moni in the middle shit. Like, yeah, some shit like that. Like, I remember that. She she went at everybody. And I just recently watched that that movie she got on Netflix too. It was okay. You ain't got shit else to watch. I say check that out. You'll you'll see like, you know, her story and shit. But yeah, she was she was notorious, man. She was venom, bruh. Like, she had that venom for motherfuckers. But she just got pigeonholed into the whole battle and shit. And her songs just would never like take off like the battle shit did. A lot of people get slated in that, you know, get stuck pigeonholed in that. But like I said, no question though. Like today's in today's my my favorite female rapper, no question is Rhapsody. She want, she's probably one of my favorite rappers. Period. Today, she's definitely my top three favorite rappers. Like right now, like male or female, and she has been like since like 2013. You know what I mean? 
But today you got like, you know, you got like Cardi B, Nicki Minaj, Iggy around somewhere sounding tacky as hell. You know what I'm saying? All that whack shit she does. Uh, Young M.A., um, Rico Nasty, Stefflon Don. These are, you know, the acts that are out right now. Uh, and Young M.A., like, I like this. I like her, man. But I just need to hear more for, for, from her. Like, I'm never going to say nothing bad about her. I just need to hear more from her. Like, Young M.A. is like that chick you have around. She'll help you bag. She'll help you, uh, she'll help you bag a, a fine-ass <laughs> bisexual chick or some shit. Like, she, she's just like, go ahead, bro. That's all you, bro. Like, that, that's, the, that's the type you need on your team. Like, she cool. She seems like she'd be cool as hell to have have on the squad and shit. Rico Nasty. <clears throat> Shout out to uh, shout out to NBA Live uh, soundtracks, yo. They always put me up on newer artists, man. 2K never does that. They cause they play the same people over and over, and then they try to throw in some older shit to try to get the older crowd in. But that shit don't work with me. I always mute NBA 2K soundtrack. NBA Live uh, 19, the first time I heard uh, Rico Nasty, and I actually like her. I think she's pretty nice. I know TBH, TBH love her shit. And Stefflon Don, I heard her on, on first time I heard of her was on NBA Live 18. You know what I mean? So with, I think it was like a song called Real Tings or something. And me and JG reviewed her album uh for 2018. So yeah, man, I just think the, the females gotta come with it, man. It's like cause right now it's only like <clears throat> when you think about it, it's only like maybe three females that's really making any type of noise, in my personal opinion. I know Remy kind of chilled out from rapping. I think Remy can eat most of them alive with the exception of Rhapsody. If she wanted to, but she's, you know, she's cool doing what she's doing, and I ain't mad at that. Uh, but yeah, uh, the gaming, gaming, man, not much really going on as far as like news and topics. <clears throat> uh, I know uh, Devil May Cry was that, what's that five? Get ready to come out. That's you know, we'll see how that works out when it comes out. Um, nothing other than a lot of these negative Nancy channels, and y'all know who who they are. I don't need to mention them by name again, but I will if I have to. They still at it, you know, and. You know, one of them decided to make a video coming at GI and TBH uh, for the for the podcast. You know that they did with him, Ethos, and uh, JG, calling them EA shields because they're game changers and they can't. It's like basically they went on there and they said what they liked about the game and what they didn't like about the game. And this just this, this is what I'm this is where I'm about to veer off a little bit. Look, because they big enough to you know to fight their own battles. They don't need me to fight their battles for them, but. I just feel like channels like that, they just they just got you could tell these dudes are just depressed. They don't do shit but sit on Reddit all day and you know, sit in front of their computer all day and night. They don't do nothing else. You can tell it's been years since they've been around a woman, a real woman that is. And uh, you know, they, they just they just frustrated about everything and really about nothing at the same time. Because it's really nothing at the end of the day, because it's all a matter of opinion. These dudes like if I if I let's say I I don't like Say I don't like White Castle. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to go out my way to bash White Castle. Because I think they fools, you know what I'm saying? They burgers and shit suck. I'm not going to do that. But you come out and you say, yo, I love White Castle. I like this. Yeah, I think this is one thing I don't like about it. You know, I don't care for those little onions, those little tiny onions. I don't care about those. Or I don't care about the pickles. Or sometimes they forget to do this. Or they fries be too hard. Or this, you know what I mean? They, they... I'm not going to go out my way to say, oh, you you getting paid by this person. Like, first of all, pocket watching has never been cool in no day and age and in no genre. Gaming is not excluded from that. Like, gaming is not exempt from pocket watching. 
you are not allowed to pocket watch nobody. Like even if they, even if EA, EA is paying somebody, that's their business. But if they, if they express what they like and what they don't like, what they don't like, you know what I'm saying, is what they don't like. And what they do like, you may not like. So who gives a fuck if you like? I'm, I'm, I'm talking in circles. Let me stop. Who cares at the end of the day, man? Y'all stop. Y'all need to stop being some little bitches, cause y'all acting like some pussy ass little bitches right now. Worrying about what other people like. If they say what they like and what they don't like, let them enjoy that shit. Plain and simple. You may like Choo Choo Rocket. You may like Bubble Bobble. You may like, you know what I'm saying, Bloodborne. I think I think Bloodborne sucks. I don't like I don't like the game. I hate that fucking game. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go after somebody else and say, oh well, such and such is in these people's pockets because they like. I don't care. If I don't like it, look. Bottom line, don't like it. Don't play it. Don't support it. Plain and simple. But some people have this preconceived notion because they go in it already mad at EA or Bioware or whoever else. So they already at it, you know what I'm saying, with you know, with malice. They already have some preconceived notion that they're not going to like it. And they're finding every little thing to bash. Yeah, it, that game does have issues. I'm here to tell you that it's some shit about it that I don't like. I like the game when it works. But that's the thing. When it works, right? And it does, it does piss me off certain shit about that game. And it does, it can get, it will, I can see that game getting boring and if they don't add shit to it and getting hella repetitive, repetitive if they don't add shit to it. I see that. But I'm not going to make a bunch of 20 minute videos talking about the shit all day and forever. And I'm not going to say the people that do enjoy it are shills and, you know, say they dick riding. EA I don't care enough to, to put that type of energy in it. So, <sighs> boy, man. All right, enough of that. We're going to go to the questions. Um, I got these Twitter. I'm going to go to the Twitter questions first. <clears throat> and then I'm going to pull up the. Um, and then I'm going to pull up the. Um, the uh, what you call the questions? The anthem. The anthem. What the fuck is wrong with me? man? I can't talk. The anchor questions on the anchor app. So <laughs> I'm pulling them up now as I'm doing this. Um. What is your name? All right, so Mega something something stuff. Y'all got all them X's and numbers of y'all name. I'm not saying that shit. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm, I'm just not going to do that. <laughs> I'm not going to read all that shit. So I'm sorry. Uh, He wants to know, he said, yo, Flock, for the podcast, why do you think it's so many alleged, quote, hip-hop heads that think hip-hop is trash, dead, etc.? Even though it's, it's so many good artists that aren't popular. If people like good music, there's plenty there to be found. I, I wouldn't say that's just with this this era and hip-hop. That's that's in any genre and that's in any era. That's in any era of uh any era of hip-hop. there were people that the people that you like now, is the people that that like people that they call hip-hop heads shit that were artists and shit like that, a lot of them people were getting criticized for the music that they that they put out there. You get what I'm saying? So I feel like it's just look, I, I think that every everybody has a right to be in the game as long as you in it for the right reason. <clears throat> Not everybody's gonna be a super lyrical, you know what I'm saying, monster like a J. Cole or or uh most deaf or you know guys like that like no everybody's not gonna be that you're gonna have the two live crews you're gonna have you know what I'm saying the 21 savage you're gonna have acts like that it's, it's just inevitable man like not everybody because if everybody sounded the same 
we'd be all complaining that everybody sounded the same. So I think there is place for everybody in hip hop. I do feel like the older, like the older cats, and even the people that's not in the game that just criticize the younger generation for no reason do need to chill on that. <clears throat> but on the flip side, I do feel like the younger generation need to learn their craft and know their history. Because when people say, yo, we did this and we doing this, we doing this, yes, because it's hot right now. Like people don't even realize, like, people that like bitch and complain about Oh, hip hop. Most of them don't even buy music. Y'all listening to the shit on Spotify all the time or, or whatever. Y'all don't even buy the shit. So you ain't even really supporting artists anyway. So I just feel like that there's great artists, underground shit everywhere, man. Everywhere. And people that sit and claim, you know, oh, be true to the game and, you know, be be real with the, with the culture. Like, it ain't just the music. It's the culture itself. People holler, you know, stay true to the game. But the game ain't always true to the MC. I mean, when Tupac died, niggas was bootlegging Machiavelli 2 and 3. You get what I'm saying? Like, that's the truth. Now, that's some real shit right there. So, who was out there bootlegging that shit? There was people out there that claimed they loved this shit and they loved this dude. They was bootlegging this shit when he was dead. You get what I'm saying? So, it's a lot of people, like, underground. You just got to sift through the trash, my boy. That's all it is. It's no different than in, in any era. It ain't just today. You know what I mean? Hip-hop heads. I mean, Lupe said it back in 2000-something, saying you got to dumb it down. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people just, they don't want to hear. They don't want to hear the shit that, you know what I'm saying, people consider hip-hop in the truest form. And those artists sometimes do get lost. And the shit that's, that sounds stupid, you know what I'm saying, to some people... You know what I'm saying? Get get upset because they feel like the shit that should get the shine don't. And that's in everything, bro. Like, you feel like you putting, if you feel like you putting all this effort into something and your shit not getting recognized and the person that come, you know what I'm saying, it sound like they write their rhyme down with crayons, come out and they blow up because of it, you like, damn, I'm, I'm working too hard. Like, I'm working too hard. And that's just, that's just pretty much what it is. I feel like there, is, there are great artists right out here, but a lot of the artists that get the rec get the recognition, they not great artists. Not all of them. So I, I just try to appreciate appreciate whoever. I try to appreciate, you know what I'm saying, for what they bring to the table, man. So hopefully that answered your question, my man. Hopefully that answered your question. I'm going to go to this next uh, one more Twitter question. <clears throat> There's one guy, uh, what's his name, Poetic, something. Y'all get with these numbers, bro. I'm sorry, I'm not reading all them numbers. Uh. He said, I just started a, a streaming and I want to continue. How would one go about growing professionally besides being myself? Really try researching, but I feel like you'll get better. You'll get, you'll research it, but you'll feel like you'll get better answers asking directly. Uh, with me, I'm, I'm in some case, I'm the wrong person to ask this part right here. But at the same time, I do understand how it works. It's consistency. Real shit is it's basically that consistency because eventually you'll grow an, an audience that just want to that just want to see you just want to see you and they just want to hear you talk. They just they, a lot of people like that's why I always appreciate the TBH's uh, Twitch audience because a lot of them they don't give a shit about what he playing. They don't care what he playing. They don't care what he doing. He could sit there and like one of his biggest streams was him fucking cleaning his room, bro. He was cleaning his room that he had his game in his fucking computer in. And that was one of his biggest streams. Watching him dance and fucking vacuum and, and clean up. Get what I'm saying? Like, 
consistency will bring that if you are a good personality people gonna fuck with you because they fuck with you eventually and this is one of them things i always say like i don't like necessarily like being hosted by one none of them because most of the time most half of them gonna leave anyway they not gonna come over there because they don't fuck with you like that and that's okay i don't i don't i don't expect for everybody to to like me so that's fine but when you um when you when you just be consistent that's cool but if you really good at whatever you plan that's even better because then you're gonna draw a even broader audience i just say stick to something straight out the gate that can that can attract new people and then eventually branch off my my biggest my biggest kryptonite was always consistency i just didn't have that type of time to to put into it all the time so hopefully that answered your question man hopefully that answered your question all right i'm gonna go over to this uh I'm about to ghetto play this uh this this anchor questions man because I didn't download the the audio file and shit like that so hope we're gonna go this this is a message from uh Nathaniel <laughs> I don't want to say your last name because I don't want to butcher it but I'm just gonna say Nathaniel I don't want to use your whole government but this is from Nathaniel y'all check this question out right here Yo flock I heard you do a little boxing or you did a little boxing I should say. What's your best fight you ever had? Alright. Y'all couldn't hear that. Uh, <laughs> Nathaniel wants to know. You know he heard I, I used to box, which is true. And um, he wants to know what's the best fight I ever had. I'm going to be real. like That's kind of weird because I never got paid to box. It was, like, it was like amateur shit when I was doing it. So it was like, it was just business as usual. You know, I wasn't getting paid. But I was just doing it just to do it. <clears throat> and that would sound like if I say my best fight I ever had, it would sound like I'm kind of like glorifying it. Like I'm advocating, you know, you know, having fights and which fight going to be the best fight I ever had. But I'll just say um, one of the ones I remember the most that I, where I surprised myself was uh, I was probably like, I think I was like 15, 15, maybe 16. And I was coming home. What's funny is I was coming home. I was walking home from, from fucking Harold's Chicken. I shit you not. Walking home from Harold's Chicken. I was on my way to Harold's Chicken. I take the I was on my way there because I didn't have anything in my hand. And uh, two dudes. I, I didn't see the second one. It was two dudes. One of them walked up on me and just like randomly tried to ask me some shit. Basically, the dude tried to ask me what size shoe I wear. And I had on some Jordans. And he was trying to, you know, ask me what size shoe I wear. I'm like, nigga, my size. You know what I'm saying? Fuck out of here. Like, I was like, I don't know you. Like, I didn't even know the dude. I'm like, my size, man. The fall. I'm basically hitting him with the fallback. Like, that's what it was. This boy tried to hit he hit me in the back of my damn head from behind. I turned around and I must have hit him with the cleanest fucking left hook. <laughs> and I don't even know how I had my bearings after that because he hit me. It hurt a little bit too. But he didn't hit me clean. It was like kind of like behind the ear. So it was just like kind of like rang a little bit. I turned around and one swoop hit him with a left. And rocked him, turned around, and 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 started whooping on his boy. Like I fought, basically fought two dudes that was trying to trying to trying to steal my shoe. I I didn't see no weapons. They didn't have no weapons on them. So my instinct kicked in. Like you got to fight, bro. So motherfucker had a weapon or something like that, like a gun. It's like, all right, you can have these shoes. It ain't worth my life. But that was one of the ones uh, I remember because I because I still ended up with my fucking shoes. Them dudes like drifted off and then a dude that was across the street seen it and they came over like yo yo t you all right i'm like yeah <clears throat> but um and then another one i remember playing summer league i was playing i played uh summer league and matter of fact we was playing against quinn richardson one of quinn richardson uh his team 
We was playing, but he didn't play that game. But his one of his teammates from Whitney Young played that ended up going to Marquette. And me and him didn't get along at all. It was like always like this thing with me and him. We didn't like each other for some reason. And I don't even remember what it was, but it was just a competitive thing, I guess. Um, but I remember after the game, they beat us. They they won. Even without Q playing, they beat us. And um one of the dudes that was on my team, I'm I'm actually still cool with to this day, but I hadn't talked to him in years, but he blamed me for the loss. And I'm just like, bro, I took like four shots the whole game. I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm like, I took four shots and I made three of them. What the fuck are you talking about? Like, I'm like, yo big, and I remember telling him like, yo big ass playing point, trying to play point guard. You 6'2", 240 trying to be a point guard, losing the ball every other time. Trying to shoot that broke ass jump shot. Get your big ass in the post. And he called me out my name, and then I called him out his name, and he said something else. And he like, call me a bitch one more time. I'm like, yeah, it would take a bitch ass nigga to ask me to call him a bitch again. You like hearing your name, bitch? <laughs> what you shit? I swear to God, that's what I say. I'm like, oh, it would take a bitch ass nigga to want to hear his name called again. Oh, you, let me hear you call you a bitch ass nigga again, you bitch. He swung at me. I swear to God, it was like the slowest right hand I ever seen. I'm just sitting there looking like, I know this, like this whole time was on back. I'm just sitting like, it was like one of the moments like in a movie or something where it's like in slow motion, you see this shit coming. He never got a punch in on me. I must've hit him a good seven, eight times before they broke it up. I touched him up and he was like way, he was much bigger than me and shit. So that was probably one of my more satisfying fights that I won, you know, so that I had. But I don't advocate fighting y'all. I'm not, I'm, I'm, I don't, I definitely don't. But I do advocate learning to defend yourself. Because people will try you, like, for real. You'd be surprised. All right, let's go to the next voice question. Let's go to the next voice question. Yo, what's up, Flock? I'm really fucking with your podcast. You be dropping real gems on here. My question for you today is, how do you basically just stop giving a fuck what other people think? And you say you don't give a fuck a lot, and I'm trying to have that same mentality of not giving a fuck what, like, certain people say, whether it's in, like, public, a family, Anything like that, still like basically doing what I want to do in the world and not folding for anybody else. Thanks, man. All right. First off, uh, that was from Lynn. I think that's what that's what it says. Your name is, bro. But uh, hope y'all can. I'm just hoping y'all can hear that real good because I'm definitely nigger rigging these uh anchor uh questions. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> but uh, uh, that right there, man. That mentality in the wrong hands can be dangerous. And I don't want you to go about it the wrong way. It's like, that is a cool mentality to have when you're dealing with people that you don't know or don't know you. I'm not ever saying like, cause if you do that in the wrong, in the wrong sense, in the wrong, at the wrong time, it can hurt you. Like it really can. It, it, cause it, it, it's, it's backfired on me at times too. But what I'm saying is when I say that, how it works for me may not necessarily work for you. But I do feel like um, I say that a lot because I mean it. Like, first off, um, I don't feel like you should give people that don't know you as a person. Like some people could think they know you because they they watch you or they listen to you or something like that. And then they think they know you. But you, you have to like kind of like keep them at arm's reach and show them like, hey, look, you know this about me. You only going to know what I want you to know about me. But what I say don't necessarily mean that's what it always really 100% is. Because sometimes people put on a persona 
about certain shit. But with me, trust me, it's 100% facts. When I say I don't give a shit about what somebody on the internet thinks about me, I mean that shit. Like, I'm not going to go out. I always had a saying, I don't go out my way to be everybody's friend, but I don't go out my way to be your enemy neither. It's like, I'll give, I give people the energy that they give me. That's what all I can really say. Like, if you give me that energy that you you a bullshit artist and that you be on bullshit, then I'm not going to get two shits about what you got to say or how you feel about nothing because it's all about being comf- comfortable in your own skin. Like, I know who I am. I know what I can do. I know what I have done. And I know also know what I'm able to do, you know what I mean, if the situation calls for that. So when you, when you say, like, yo, I don't give a shit about what you... I'm not saying you walk in a room and somebody like... Hey, uh, hey, Lynn, how's it going on? Man, I don't give a fuck about what y'all think, man. I don't give a fuck about what you motherfuckers saying, man. Get the fuck out of my face, motherfucker. Like, I'm not saying y'all supposed to do that. No, that's not what I'm saying. Please do not do that. Like, just random people. All I'm saying is you give people, give people the energy back that they give you. You know, people say, oh, treat them how you want to be treated and shit like that. I don't always do that. I, I just give people the energy. Like, if you give me a good vibe when I, the first time when I talk to you or whatever, anytime I'm talking to you, I'm going to give you that energy back. And I know how, you know, I know how to play, you know, I know how to play the situation with these people, with certain people. But you got people that they will take advantage of that, you know what I'm saying, and try to, you know, set you off and, and shit like that. So uh, what I'm saying is don't, just be responsible with it. Don't be reckless with it, man. Just don't be reckless saying, you know, just walking around, man. Hey, man, it's nice weather we have. Man, I don't give a fuck. Get the fuck out of my face. I don't give a fuck what you think, nigga. Kick rocks. Like, I'm not saying that, but, 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 oh, I'm sorry, sir, a thousand pardons, I didn't mean to offend you, you know what I'm saying, you don't want to have nobody saying that, you know, you don't want to have no people, you don't want to be looked at that the hostile nigga, like, for real, so, you definitely don't want to be looked at like that, that's, that's pretty much what I'm saying, man. that's what I'm saying, so, hopefully that answers your question, you just gotta, you gotta, it, it, it that's a different, that's like, you gotta put that on a case-by-case basis, bro, I'm not saying be like that with anybody, everybody, now, granted, family will set you off, because I don't fuck with n- hardly any of my family, man. It's like a handful of my family that I do mess with. Because a lot of drama queens and, you know what I'm saying, a lot of bullshit artists in my family. So I choose to, like, just, you know, all I need is my sons and my grandma, bro. And I'm good, bro. That's that's how I be looking at it for the most part. Everybody else, you know, what up? I just give them the head nod if I ever see them. And it ain't, you know, I don't do too much small talk. So... But yeah, I mean, if you've been if you've been burnt by those those people you're talking about, then yeah, absolutely. But all right, I'm gonna go into another one of the questions, man. Another one of the questions. This is coming from Mike G. Hold up. Hey, what's going on, Flor? Just wanted to say thank you for answering my question and thanks for doing these podcasts, man. Because right now I'm all the way in Alabama, far away from home, playing college ball, and. These podcasts, man, have been, you know, helping me get through my day or just been making me laugh because how real they can get. But um, my question is, if you had to make a rapper with five members uh, of your choice, who would they be and why? Again, thanks, and uh, keep doing these podcasts, bro. Oh, man. Mike G, bruh. I'm not going to lie, man. You caught me off guard with that one. First and foremost, I appreciate the kind words, bro. Like, I appreciate the kind words. He he kinda like he kinda like brought me in with the kind words and then he hit me over the head with the bam. Give me five, give me five people to uh put in a group. Damn, it had to be five? That's a lot, bruh. Oh God, man. I'm not gonna lie, man. That that one I ain't gonna say it stumped me, but it kinda did because 
I know the first the first thing people think when you think of rappers, yo, just pick the five your five favorite rappers. And I don't think that's true. Like the best rappers don't always make will not always make a better group. That's why when you look at some of the best rap groups of all time, you don't really put them in like your top ten rappers of all time. You don't. You just don't. You don't put them in your top ten rappers of all time. It just it just doesn't always work that way because not everybody will mesh well like in a group. Uh I'm gonna go I'm going like <clears throat> I'm going off the cuff with this one. I'm gonna take a sip of water and try to buy myself a few seconds <laughs> to think because I didn't write this shit down. I really didn't. I really didn't. Um because I wanted this to be authentic too, because I didn't want to have time to write this shit down and you know type this shit and put this shit in my notes. So um oh boy, five members. And I'm trying to think who would like people that I think would mesh well together. Uh, first person I would think you need a live wire. So I would put, I would say Buster Rhymes. Oh God. I would, I want to say Jay, I'll say Buster Rhymes. I'll say Jay Z. I almost put DMX over Buster Rhymes. It's like part of me wants to say DMX. Instead of Buster Rhymes, but I'm thinking like I'm when I'm saying I'm talking like in a best in a best form. I'm not talking like 2019 Buster Rhymes, 2019 Jay Z. If I'm doing a rap group, I'm putting 1997 Buster Rhymes. <clears throat> I'm gonna put 1998 Jay Z. I'm gonna put Jay Z from like 98 or 99. Uh. I don't want to take nobody away from a, a rap group that's already in a rap group, but if I got to, I will. I'm going to put Prodigy in there. I'm going to take like 97, 1996 Prodigy because I think that's when Prodigy was at his like rawest form. Prodigy from Mob D, rest in peace. Uh, I'm going to go Big L, rest in peace Big L. And I'm going to say Big Pun. Rest in peace to Big Pun. That's that's a rap group I'll put together and I think would do No 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 hold on hold on hold on hold on I might have to change that I might have to take big pun <clears throat> big pun off because I gotta put some I gotta have somebody from down south I got I, I just pick like all New York rappers I just I just noticed that y'all hold on I'm I'm hitting the reset button Alright Buster Rhymes Buster Rhymes stays I'm gonna put Buster Rhymes I gotta pick somebody from down south so, mm, who could I pick from downside? I'm gonna go with Scarface. I'm gonna say Busta Rhymes. I'm gonna say Scarface. I'm gonna pick somebody from today's age too. Uh, today rap. I'm gonna pick Busta Rhymes, Scarface, um, Big L. I wanna get. I, I gotta. I wanna have Prodigy in there though, man. It just it just feels right to have Prodigy in there. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put Prodigy. And then I'm gonna put somebody from uh, today's era. So I'm gonna take Big Pun off for the group. Uh, I probably today's rapper. I'm a. You know what? Cause I I wanted to say Jadakiss or somebody too, but but um, cause I think Jadakiss would definitely fit in. But and I want to say Fabulous as well. It's so many, bro. It's so many. But um, I'm gonna pick a today's artist. I'm gonna say Dave East. I'm gonna say Dave. No, you know what? I'm putting a female in there. Fuck that. I'm putting a female in the group. I'm putting Rhapsody in there. How about that? Buster Rhymes, 
If I have to put, take Big L off, man, I don't want to take Big L off. I'm gonna say because I got one deceased rapper. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take Big L off. All right, I'm gonna go Busta Rhymes. Who else did I say? <laughs> I'm fucking lost. I didn't write this shit down. I'm gonna Busta Rhymes. I know y'all laughing like this motherfucker. I'm gonna Busta Rhymes. I'm gonna go Prodigy. Um, Scarface. Did I say Jay Z? I think I said. I'm gonna pick Dave East. Dave East Rhapsody. So there we go. There we go. Hopefully that answered y'all shit right there, man. I didn't want to take Big L off, but I also didn't want to have, you know, like two deceased rappers. And notice I didn't pick Biggie, I didn't pick Pac, I didn't pick Nas. Like these are some of my favorites, but I didn't put them in there because I just feel like, for like group chemistry purposes, I think these dudes were like, they were rip shit. Cause I could have easily put Fabulous in there. You know what I'm saying? Some shit like that. I could have put Lil Wayne in there. <clears throat> But for like far as like a group, I think that group would do good. Cause I you, you gotta have a female in there too, man. I think a female would, would add something to it. So hopefully that answered your question. You put me on the spot on that one too, bro. But I like that, man, because you kind of challenged me a little bit. Uh oh shit. We got one more. One more voice question. Yo, I just I just stumbled along this one. They must have just did this shit like a few hours ago. Yo, Flock, my question is. What do you think is the reason in behind hip-hop being the most popular genre of music right now? And why do you think that other genres have slowly fallen from popularity? Uh, This is another music question. I just did a music question, but I'm going to answer because I just played it without even listening to it. You could have said some grimy shit to me. And I would <laughs> I would have edited it out, but damn. But uh, <clears throat> let's see. Um, I'm going to be real with you, bro. I don't, I don't really even have an answer for that. I just feel like... To be real with you, hip hop is the most popular genre. Real talk, because white people, white people buy it. I'm just being real with y'all. White people buy hip hop music, and they are actually are the biggest consumers of, of, of hip hop music now. Like I was touching on that earlier. They are the biggest consumers of it. So when I say, <clears throat> excuse me, when I say shit like you know mainstream audience and shit like that, that's what we're talking about. I mean, who's the majority in the country? Who's the majority out here? White people. We are the minority. Us Latinos, stuff like we are Asians. We are the minority. White people, when they like something, they they buy it. That's that's mainstream. That's considered mainstream. So they buying that shit that the Migos drop. They buying that shit that Twenty One Savage drop and shit like that. They, you know, you you seen all them fucking them Twitter videos and shit. People doing the Mo Bamba and shit like that. Like they buying it. That's why. That's why it's more popular. And like R&B isn't R&B what it used to be. This isn't the R&B that I grew up listening to that's out now. You know what I'm saying? I grew up listening to acts like Jodeci and Usher and Tony Braxton. And, you know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, SWV. And, you know what I'm saying? When people were actually singing and R&B was different. You know what I mean, even the rock music today ain't, ain't the same like it used to be like when Nirvana was hitting. And, you know what I'm saying? Shit like that. Smashing Pumpkins and and shit acts like that like those it's just not as popular as it was and hip-hop is just the easier is a more accessible um genre of music to, to get your hands on i guess when something is popular people jump on it and like i said before white people buy it it's gonna be popular it's just what it is man hopefully that answers your question that's the best way i can really answer it because you know i'm not a statistician and shit like that so i don't have the analytics in front of me <clears throat> and all of that so Hopefully y'all got that. Um, yeah, man. Those are some good questions, though, man. I appreciate everybody that 
that drop the questions in, man. Y'all know how to do that. You know what I'm saying? Y'all know how to do that. Go on the Anchor app, put your questions. Or you can ask me on Twitter. If you want to hear yourself talk on the podcast, that's fine. I'm going to, you know, that's cool too. Either way you want to do it, that's fine. Um, so y'all know what time this is, man. Y'all hit the music. You know what I mean? It mean we about to end this shit. Uh, this podcast went longer than I expected it to as well. I didn't think I was going to go this long, but questions, man. Good questions. Uh, social media. Uh, if you want to check me out on YouTube, it's youtube.com slash leader of the flock. Uh, on Twitch, twitch.tv slash leader of the flock. Um, my Twitter is at flock2k. And my Instagram is flock.leader. So there you have me in all these different ways. You can holler at me, man. Check me out. I'm not a big, you know, tweeter. I'm not a huge tweeter. I'm not a huge Instagram typer. You know, I don't, you know, do shit. It was crazy. I just streamed last night. I might stream again today after recording this shit. So, yeah, man. Um, appreciate everybody that comes through as well, man. Shout out to Spotify, Anchor. All the different platforms, man, that, that y'all watch this shit on. Well, not watch, but listen to this this podcast on. Episode 5 is in the books, man. I'm Flock. Appreciate everybody. Much love. Much respect. Y'all go out here, man. Get money. You know what I'm saying? Get, get what you get. Be true to yourself. Don't let these people out here on the internet tell you who to be. Be you, man. Be the per- best person you could possibly be for yourself and your family. Much love. Much respect. I'm out of here, y'all. Peace. <laughs>